It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Uh, well, my word, Rich, uh, we're in the radio um, business, you know, and so we've got to keep track of the news. Uh, that's what we do is Bot Radio Network is a Bible teaching. And then Christian news and information, that's what it's about. So we do track the news, don't we? To help people grow in their faith and apply their faith in their daily lives. Quality I, Bible teaching, Christian news, and information. I tell you what, folks, one thing is sure, when all said and done, this song really applies. Here it is. As I come to you today, I really do not have anything to ask. I have no request to make. I just, I just want to say this one thing. Thank you. Thank you far for saving now master if you never did anything else for me except what you did that day at Calvary that'll be enough for me to shout about for at least 10 million years you see one day when I stand before the angel I want to say thank you Lord for giving to me thy great salvation so full and so free hear some of those old songs anymore so much but uh, I can remember as a child in a child evangelism class or in Sunday school 
singing that song. And so do I. I remember that song, but it's been a long, long time. Well, you see, that's I like to have these old songs. Matter of fact, our listeners, they comment, you know, um, they, they like the old music. And uh, many of them will say, well, I haven't ever heard that before. I like that. Well, it brings back memories, that's for sure. Uh, I tell you what, uh, on the note that we started today, what is the real key? What is the key to heaven? And what unlocks the door? <laughs> Listen to this. Prayer is the key to heaven. But faith unlocks the door. Words are so easily spoken. A prayer without faith is like a boat without an oar. Have faith when you speak to the Master. That's all He asks you for. Yes, prayer is the key to heaven, but faith unlocks the door. How many times have you prayed for something big or small? How long did you have to wait? Or did the answer ever come at all? Words are mere expressions of thought and nothing more. Believing is what really counts, my friend. And faith is what unlocks the door. Have faith when you speak to the Master. That's all He asks you for. Yes, prayer is the key. Not only, not only is that an old song, it's such a good one. And it was sung by Carol Robertson. Oh, that's our friend in Ripley, Mississippi. In Ripley, Mississippi. I talked to him on the phone here, and Carol told me a long time ago, he said, when I sing, I want my songs to be a sermon. I want my music to proclaim the love of Christ. And it sure does. I love his music. But that song really hit the mark, didn't it? Uh, what say you? Well, that yes, that's <laughs> another really old, beautiful song. Here's here's something I want folks to know about. You know, we we uh, argue politically. We've got 
the Democrats and the Republicans and the House of Representatives and the U.S. Senate. And then the executive branch, of course, is a White House and volumes upon volumes upon volumes of paperwork. It never stops. But you know, there is something in the Bible. If people would just read it, memorize it, and go by it. Did you see what I said, folks? There are three components. You have to know about it, and you read it. And then you really ponder it, each and every one, and then go by it. All of the world's problems, all of the problems that we have in America and everywhere else would not be a, a factor at all in anyone's life. Now listen to this by Dennis Breaker about the Ten Commandments. Here it is. No document in world history so changed the world for the better, as did the Ten Commandments. Western civilization, the civilization that developed universal human rights, created women's equality, ended slavery, created parliamentary democracy, among other unique achievements, would not have developed without them. As you will see when each of the Ten Commandments is explained, these commandments are as relevant today as when they were given over 3,000 years ago. In fact, they're so relevant that the Ten Commandments are all that is necessary to make a good world a world free of tyranny and cruelty. Imagine for a moment a world in which there was no murder or theft. In such a world, there would be no need for armies or police or weapons. Men and women and children could walk anywhere at any time of day or night without any fear of being killed or robbed. Imagine further a world in which no one coveted what belonged to their neighbor, a world in which children honored their mother and father and the family unit thrived, a world in which people obeyed the injunction not to lie. The recipe for a good world is all there in these ten sublime commandments. But there is a catch. The Ten Commandments are predicated on the belief that they were given by an authority higher than any man, any king, or any government. That's why the sentence preceding the Ten Commandments asserts the following. God spoke all these words. You see, if the Ten Commandments, as great as they are, were given by any human authority, then any person could say, who is this man Moses? Who is this king or queen? Who is this government to tell me how I should behave? Okay, so why is God indispensable to the Ten Commandments? Because, to put it as directly as possible, if it isn't God who declares murder wrong, murder isn't wrong. Yes, this strikes many people today as incomprehensible, even absurd. Many of you are thinking, is this guy saying you can't be a good person if you don't believe in God? Let me respond as clearly as possible. I am not saying that. Of course there are good people who don't believe in God, just as there are bad people who do. And many of you are also thinking, I believe murder is wrong, I don't need God to tell me. Now that response is only half true. I have no doubt that if you're an atheist, 
and you say that you believe murder is wrong, you believe murder is wrong. But forgive me, you do need God to tell you. We all need God to tell us. You see, even if you figured out murder is wrong on your own, without God and the Ten Commandments, how do you know it's wrong? Not believe it's wrong, I mean know it's wrong. The fact is, you can't. Because without God, right and wrong are just personal beliefs, personal opinions. I think shoplifting is okay, you don't. Unless there is a God, all morality is just opinion and belief. And virtually every atheist philosopher has acknowledged this. Another problem with the view that you don't need God to believe that murder is wrong is, a lot of people haven't shared your view. And you don't have to go back very far in history to prove this. In the 20th century, millions of people in communist societies and under Nazism killed about 100 million people. And that doesn't count a single soldier killed in war. So don't get too confident about people's ability to figure out right from wrong without a higher authority. It's all too easy to be swayed by a government or a demagogue or an ideology or to rationalize that the wrong you're doing isn't really wrong. And even if you do figure out what is right and wrong, God is still necessary. People who know the difference between right and wrong do the wrong thing all the time. You know why? Because they can. They can because they think no one is watching. But if you recognize that God is the source of moral law, you believe that he is always watching. So even if you're an atheist, you would want people to live by the moral laws of the Ten Commandments. And even an atheist has to admit that the more people who believe God gave them, and therefore they are not just opinion, the better the world would be. In 3,000 years, no one has ever come up with a better system than the God-based Ten Commandments for making a better world, and no one ever will. I'm Dennis Prager. Now, now why on earth, Rich, can't that be taught in our schools? Why isn't that pointed out on the media? Why isn't that a part of our American society? Because it's just plainly true and logic. And it used to be taught in our schools. Now, I'm thinking of the various presidents from the very beginning of the United States. And I know various presidents were known for this and another one for that, and so on and so forth. But Abraham Lincoln is the one that really stands out. Abraham Lincoln, he wasn't a big shot type, type fellow either. But Abraham Lincoln said these words. In the throes of civil war, President Abraham Lincoln pleaded with his countrymen, we have been the recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. We have been preserved these many years in peace and prosperity. We have grown in numbers, wealth, and power as no other nation has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand which preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. 
And we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some superior wisdom and virtue of our own. It behooves us then to humble ourselves before the offended power, to confess our national sins, and to pray for clemency and forgiveness. These words of Lincoln still resonate in our hearts. Today we celebrate our independence as a nation, but we are not independent of Almighty God. He is the author of life and freedom and has given us their truest expression in the gift of His Son. In Him alone can we find true and lasting freedom. As President Lincoln admonished the nation in his time, we must come once again as a nation in our time before the Lord who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And let us pray. Now, Rich, isn't it amazing? Uh, Abraham Lincoln was not an evangelist. He was not a preacher. And yet children are not able to, to be told what the President of the United States in American history said. So many of things that Abraham Lincoln said was just pointing, America, stay on the track. And we're doing a lot of things wrong at that time. We always are. But always Abraham Lincoln was pointing to the right side, to the track. That's right. Well, so much in our culture these days is upside down, and we pray for a Great Awakening-style revival. That's what we really need. Yeah. It's exciting to see places where that's beginning to break out. Okay, folks, I tell you what now. Uh, as confusing as everything is, uh, you just watch the news or read about it, do whatever you want. You know we're in a mess. You know we're in a mess. Um from the top down, that's for sure. But Carol Robertson has another song. See if you agree, this is the answer. I don't know about tomorrow. I just live from day to day. I don't borrow from its sunshine, for its skies may turn to gray. I don't worry or the future for i know what jesus said and today i'll walk beside him for he knows what is ahead many things about tomorrow i don't seem to understand but i know who holds tomorrow I know who holds my hand. Uh, that's it, isn't that? Isn't that right? Isn't that right? By the way, Rich, did you have a nice time in Miami? <laughs> Boy, it was a lot warmer in Miami. 
That's right. It was a very important and, conference, and, and, and there's I, a lot happening in our country I these days. I had to fly solo last week on the complete story. I know. I heard it on the, the mobile app, and I had it hooked up to a Bluetooth speaker, and it sounded great. All there's the way, a lot of ways to listen to Bob Radio Network all around the world. Know, just take a second and tell the folks about all the different ways, wherever you are. Now, you were in Miami, Florida. And you heard the complete story as well as other things. Right, because I have the uh, the Bot Radio Network app on my cell phone, on my smartphone. And uh, then I used Bluetooth to connect it to a Bluetooth speaker, and it sounded beautiful. See, you now, could also listen on your uh, a smart speaker device yeah. like Amazon Echo or one of those. And uh, you so, can listen on your computer. So people can tell their relatives about Bot Radio Network regardless of where they live, You right? can even watch or listen on your TV with the Roku or Apple TV. All right. I want to get into some of our listener comments. There's a lady. Hey, Dick. This is Jackie from Ozark. I listened to The Complete Story this morning, and I'm so glad that you aired Sarah's speech. I'm one of those people that do not have a TV, so I did not get to hear that but how encouraging the words that she shared. Oh, my goodness, if all governors could be like that, just between you and me. But I tell you what, what a blessing Arkansas has. Thank you for airing that. Yeah. The Lord bless you, and the Lord bless her and Arkansas because they've got her. Yeah. Okay, have a great day. All right. Bye. All right, now here's a man. Hello, my name is Greg, and I'd just like to say that I really enjoy Bot Radio. I started listening to Bot Radio back in 1992 when I retired from the military and I moved back to Kansas City, and I wanted to find a good Christian station. Bot Radio has really been inspiration for me. I really enjoy the messages uh, from like Dr. David Jeremiah, John MacArthur, the late Adrian Rogers, and Mr. Bot and Richard Bot. You have really been an inspiration to me. God bless you, and may you continue. God bless you, sir. And can we thank you for your service to the country when you're in the military? That's really something that American citizens don't take as seriously as they should. Thank you for your service. Well, here's a lady. I greatly, greatly appreciate your programming. My favorite pastors to listen to are Robert Jeffries, David Jeremiah, Michael Youssef, Colin Smith, and Pastor Jack Hibbs. Thank you. Well, thank she you. She has a good list. That's a good list. <laughs> she sure does. All right, now here's a gentleman. Hello, this is Jeff in Memphis, Tennessee, and I just wanted to call in today and thank you for your efforts in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ across this land and world. I pray that the Lord will continue to bless you with many, many more years, and it's such a blessing to be recharged daily by the good news of the gospel. God bless you. Yeah. Well, God bless you, sir. God bless we're you, a, and thank you so much a for a power God. station, a you charging know, station. Let me say this, Rich. I love the people in Memphis, Tennessee. Now, obviously, there are some rascals. They're not all good, the same as every other place. Sure. But the people in Memphis really have a piece of my heart. Uh, and God bless you, It's sir. a wonderful city. All right, now here's a couple. Yes, I just want to thank you for the Deck Bot Station. We live in central Missouri, and we listen to it a lot of the time. If I wake up in the night, I turn it on for a little bit, 
and uh, we thank you for your production of it. Just keep the good work. Yes, Lord, we're so thankful for Bot Radio, and Dick Bot, bless him, and keep him going into eternity. We need this good news all the way through, and praise the Lord. Thank you. God bless you. Well, how about that, Rich? Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> you know, our goal is to keep Bot Radio Network on the air until Jesus comes in the air, yeah. proclaiming the gospel of Jesus. Yeah. Here's a gentleman. I just want to express my extreme gratitude for Bot Radio Network here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have a 50-mile commute every day, and I listen to Bot Radio Network on my way to work to begin my day and on my way from work to end my day on a positive note with your wonderful broadcasting. And I just cannot get enough. Thank you very much, and I hope to listen for years to come. Man alive, Rich, did you hear that? A 50-mile commute, and he lives in Tulsa. Each way. Uh, I thought maybe he was living in Los Angeles or something like that. 50-mile <laughs> well, commute. Well, we have, we have a lot of wonderful coverage all across the state of Oklahoma, so I'm glad as he commutes 50 miles and then 50 miles back that he's able to hear good Bible teaching, hear the yeah. Word of God to penetrate his heart and life. Here's a lady. Bot Radio, I listen to you every day all day long, and uh, you're such a blessing in my life and in so many thousands of people's lives. I uh, just want to reiterate that to you. God bless you. Mm. You know, Rich, um, she reminds me also, uh, I always refer to our audience as our family, and I really feel that way, folks. Uh, It doesn't do us any good to transmit uh, if there aren't listeners who appreciate what we put together and combine and all the wonderful ministries that we have been able to pull together to, to make the network go. Here's a gentleman. Lord bless and may more people tune in and turn on Christian radio. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Okay. That one was short and sweet. Thank Listen, you. Listen, can you give us a phone number? Sure. We'd love to hear from you, too, folks. Uh, 1-800-345-2621. That's the listener comment line. Please give us a call. 1-800-345-2621. Can we sneak in one more? My name is Mary. I live in Brentwood, Missouri. I've been a bot radio listener for quite a long time. I so, so, so appreciate the station and its programming. Just about the time I think I get a favorite and I get somebody else. So thankful for how you have provided through Bot Radio. God bless. Thank you, dear lady. Brentwood is over in St. Louis area. Yes, thank you, Mary and Brentwood. All right, let's take one more. I appreciate you guys and your ministry and your help in enlightening us and teaching us. I especially appreciate uh, John MacArthur and his sermons. They're uh, pretty up-to-date and on point. Thanks again for your work. Keep up the good work, guys. All right. Well, we got to get out of here. We this sure is do. Dick Bott with this chapter of The Complete Story with my son, Rich, and we'll see you later. 